found it. This is the Tidbits Podcast with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We're so glad you're here. Enjoy the show. It is a Tuesday edition of Tidbits. This is the 30th day of August. Mm. Is, uh, here we are. Good morning, Matthew. Good to see you. Yes, good morning. Yeah. A lot of rain last night. We had uh, some lightning. Actually, we had... It was it was kind of surprising. Yeah, I think is the word to use. Um, as these storms move through, I, I, from what I understand, uh, there was no, you know, no buttons pushed. There was no, yeah. you know, severe thunderstorm warning. We had issued. a watch that had been issued, right? But yeah. nothing, nothing really past that. No, right. And from what I understand, there were possible funnel clouds oh, no. um, touching down in Peru. There was a no a building, uh, some I want to say it was a towing business that was, you know, pretty much destroyed. I guess um, wow. Karen went and checked it out last night, so okay. we'll hear more from her coming up. But right. um, wow, yeah, it got uh, it got, and then of course, you know, after all that, then of course, oh well, we have a severe thunderstorm warning uh, through the night. <laughs> So it was a yeah yeah we totally did that yeah it was the thing <laughs> broom sweeping it under a rug yeah but the storms that came in after that seemed to be mainly just yeah. you know a lot of lightning and and uh, some rain but we we had some trees down here yeah. in town no kid that's uh, they got pretty breezy uh, yeah. windy yeah and it, it, I kind of feel like that that that's a good recipe when we've had you know little little rain for a long time yeah because those trees become kind of brittle and you know when suddenly they get saturated in wind and yeah. so so kind of a shocker as far as how it yeah. occurred went down but hopefully everyone's okay yeah for sure and hopefully we'll have a little more later of course just around the corner the holidays we've got a holiday weekend coming this upcoming weekend Mm -hmm. but the holidays as we know them thanksgiving christmas new year those families are preparing for a very difficult holiday season oh and they're looking for any way to avoid pain continually rising prices a recent report from quantum metric finds that three and four u.s consumers have cut their spending by at least 25% to battle inflation. Half of these Americans have cut their daily spending in half just to make ends meet. To get the best price they can, nearly two in five wait for sales. Unfortunately, even that's not enough. Nearly half have opened up a new credit card, uh uh-oh, in the last six months. (laughs) That's not the best plan. Yeah, nope. 38% say their debt has doubled by doing that. With many parents going back to school shopping and others getting ready for the holidays, the poll also found 4 in 10 consumers are trying to put off paying for their goods as long as possible. Hmm. 39% say they've been juggling multiple buy-now-pay-later contracts in just the last six months alone. That's not good either. (laughs) I mean, we're doing things we, we, you know... That aren't good. Yeah. For many, Labor Day will likely only be able to, they'll afford uh, maybe a staycation, they say. Hmm. Recent poll by 
onlinebetting.com, <laughs> discovered that more than 70% of U.S. baseball fans won't be able to afford a ticket to a Major League Baseball game this September. I'm sorry, Timmy, we can't make it. We can't. <laughs> One in three have canceled plans this summer. Sorry, Timmy, we can't watch the, the Pirates face off against the Expos. <laughs> Their favorite team <clears throat> in person due to rising costs. Uh, Over two and three say the extreme cost of going to the stadium keeps them from attending games. Now, you just went to a baseball yeah, game. I went to Cincinnati. Was it that pricey? No. Yeah. I, not uh, any different that uh, I recall it being, you know, the last time I went several years ago. Do you remember what you paid for a ticket? I um, Outfield tickets. We were in uh, left field. Yeah. Not bad seats. I think that was 37. That's not bad. No, no. That's not bad at all. Then the better seats we had the next day were like 87. Hmm. And they were more behind home plate. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, pretty good seats. Really. Yeah, the outfield tickets, you're right. That's yeah, not too yeah, bad at all. Yeah. And, and the Reds actually sell tickets. You can go for as little as eight bucks. Are you serious? Yeah, if you want the nosebleed. <laughs> eight bucks gets you in there. Right. So, I mean. Now, okay, I've, I've not been to a Reds game. We went to a Nationals game yeah. in D.C. Yeah. And there's, like, other stuff to do during the game. Like, yeah. you, don't, oh, yeah. you don't have to be married to your seat. No, like, you can no. go. Yeah walk around and shop and eat and do whatever yeah you're going to the ball game <laughs> why worry about watching that you know there's other things to do the same baseball can be kind of long it, it, it can be it can yeah. be a little tedious yeah. and if it's in the middle of the summer it can be kind of hot <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> fortunately our conditions were fabulous last time i went it was like 90 something degrees every day and humid oh that's, that, that, is, was, that was real pleasant. That is you know, nice. You're right. That's sweat nice. just to look, you know. <laughs> Among <laughs> when you want to sit outside, that, that's exactly yeah. what you're looking for. The slightly over 1,000 baseball fans who took part in the survey, the place Americans think Major League Baseball teams overcharge their fans the most: New York. No, the Yankees mm. top the list of the most expensive, with the Mets finishing fifth. The Red Sox, second. Dodgers, third. The Cubs round out the top five. And I will uh, admit, that's why I go to Cincinnati. Because the Cubs... It's just... Yeah. You know, the last time, I mean, it's been years. Yeah. It's salty up there. Yeah. You want to go to any of their hangouts, so to speak, have a mixed drink. Back in the day, years ago when I went, right? what probably I was paying... Two seventy-five, three bucks here. Back then was eight. Wow. You know, so who knows what it is now? Man. So I mean, there's a huge difference, and huh. it's just, it's you know, and Cincinnati really isn't that terrible. Sure. And it's a nice city. Yeah. Of course, you've got a you know, there's a fella, and they're always holding signs down there looking for money. Okay, <laughs> you know, of course. You gotta ruin your day. There they are, and they're right there amongst you. This year they had <laughs> they had Superman. <laughs> okay. okay, they had a guy doing Superman and a guy that was the uh, who's the Iron Fella. That uh, Iron Man. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. The Iron Fella. That's... Yeah, the Iron Fella. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're out there. They'd show up. They were there both days. They show up just before the game gets going. 
and they start doing, you know, they just take pictures with you. They don't charge you. Hmm. They ask for a donation. A donation. Okay. Okay. And as soon as uh, you do that, you know, take a picture. There they are. They're Spidey Man pointing with you. Yeah. <laughs> did you do that? No. No. Oh. But I I think one of my friends did. Oh. But uh, I think Rodney may have got a picture with Spider-Man or something. <laughs> he had a conversation with Spider-Man, who uh, happened to be about a 68-year-old uh, semi-toothless fella. Seriously? <laughs> of course, under the mask, you know. You, you, you don't know. You have no clue. But, uh, <laughs> He's like 68. He's all like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So that was the wow. uh, the truth. I didn't see Iron Man, so I don't I don't know what he looked like. But wow, Soupy had some issues with his teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, it's six thirty one. We'll uh, take a look at news, and uh, we've got more tidbits on the way as well. I, of course, was ill prepared today. Some reason, Matt, I just couldn't get here. Well, when I was supposed to, I thought today was the day you were just well, walking out. You were done. <laughs> Just don't come. Don't come. Don't say anything. Just, <laughs> Just disappear. Not show up. <laughs> Just done forever. We've got uh, some messages. We'll be back with more tidbits. This is Tidbits. <laughs> I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it's 638. It's tidbits. Of course, uh, we heard about Pancake Day. That's a big event. Yeah, it is. It'll be coming up Saturday. And Matt will be out there for a part of that, letting us know what's going on. I, f- I think I'm going to be there from like, it's like 8 to 11. Is that right? Yeah. Well, that's a nice uh, nice adventure for you. We'll have a chance to meet with lots of folks out there. For sure. Big uh, fundraiser every year out there. and. They've made it into one big day now. Right. You've got the pancakes and, and that, and then you've got the small businesses. Mm-hmm. Then you got a tractor pull. I'll be at that, too. You will? Yeah. How about that? I have a big day. I'll say. Saturday the 10th. Maddie's big day. <laughs> Maddie's big day out. <laughs> Look at me go. Here's a meat packer arrested after police on Long Island say she tampered with a package of meat. That was set to go out for retail consumption. Police say Karen Palacio Gutierrez is accused of removing a coin from her pocket and placing it into the package of meat. So when we have stories like, how did that get there? Is is this her? There you go. Is it her? It might very well be Karen. (laughs) Okay. It's a Karen. (laughs) It says the bin of meat products that was set to be distributed to retailers was then discarded, causing a loss of about 400 bucks. Now, really, you got to discard it. You know, I mean, is that where the, we show up? It's and, the reservoir rule. No, that's right. I was so. I still. We must be envisioning that wrong. It just can't be. Matt referring to a story. There's a story we had. we had years ago of this guy who was caught urinating in a reservoir. And so. And again, 
we're envisioning a reservoir. Right, right. Like, you know, in, in my head, I grew up in Howard County. I'm envisioning the Kokomo Reservoir. If you know where that is, east of town, it's a big open body of water. And it's like this guy was caught, you know, urinating in this reservoir and they drained it. It, it had to be an interior reservoir. Of some sort. It probably was. I don't not, know. Not this big, you know. I'm thinking a big open body of water. And, you know, like. And who knows what's laying dead in there? And who cares if you pee in there? Okay. It has to be some right. sort of an interior reservoir for drinking water. It, it probably was. I don't know. Okay. But they drained it. But the story made no mention of that. The story was just like a guy caught peeing in a reservoir, you know. We're envisioning that it's dry up the entire reservoir. Right. Imagine draining Mississinawa Lake because, you know. <laughs> uh, we got to get rid of all this. Little it's Timmy Hot Sapples taking a leak on the. <laughs> off the spillway. Right. <laughs> Uh, All right, boys. (laughs) Over the gates. We're going to get it out. It's all ruined now. It had to be something different. I'm sure it was. uh, (laughs) But it's like, come on. Anyway, Karen Gutierrez was arrested at work, charged with criminal mischief, tampering with customer product, and criminal nuisance. And again, what's the reasoning? Why do you want to put a coin in there? And I, I suppose, is that something, another joke? Uh, Frank cut his finger off. <laughs> Let's put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. You know? Because, you know, we hear that. You know, you find rodents. Yeah. Yeah. It's, is it just Karen? Is she doing that? Is she, is she behind all of this? Now that she's been apprehended, is it going to quit? <laughs> they caught her this time. What right. else has she done? fingers and all kinds of things she's worked at several food processing plants across the country (laughs) karen the tainter from u.s customs and border protection they seized cocaine with an estimated street value of more than $11.8 million in Laredo. This time it was hidden in baby wipes. Hmm. Investigators found 1,935 packages containing nearly 1,533 pounds of suspected cocaine concealed within this shipment. The agency seized the narcotics and special agents with U.S. Immigration and Customs. Homeland Security Investigation are investigating the incident that's a whole lot my goodness that's a lot man in baby wipes yeah you gotta wonder just how much of this is making it right and that was as you're reading it that's what i was wondering is you know this this shipment got caught so how does the other ones possibly get through yeah you know were they not as careful packing this one up as they you know what i mean i don't know i don't either it's just um you know, we've had it, pretend disguised as watermelons. Mm-hmm. We've had it all. Yeah. Air travel consumer complaints are up <laughs> nearly 270% from pre-COVID pandemic levels <laughs> with a three point, uh, 34.9% increase from May to June alone. <laughs> 
During the first six months of this year, the Transportation Department received over 28,000 complaints. Wow. More than it had during the entire year of 2019. In June of this year alone, they received 5,862 complaints. That's up 269.6% from the complaints to the agency in June of 19. Flight numbers are still down from before the pandemic with flights in June at 85.8% of the level of three years ago. The complaints focused on airline service. (laughs) 28.8% of the complaints involving cancellations or delays Hmm. and 24.5% of the complaints involving refunds. I want my money back. Yeah. And they can't uh, get it. So they're not happy. At least according to that at the airport, which they haven't been for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. This uh, rodeo bull. I saw a video of this. This was nuts. <laughs> he escaped its holding pen, ran around the Florida State Fairgrounds. Imagine that if you're at the Indiana State Fair. There he is. <laughs> a man who recorded video of the incident said the bull bucked off one of the side panels of the gate that was being held. And uh, it escaped. The bull jumped over a partition as people tried to get out of the path. (laughs) An announcer urged people to stay stay calm (laughs) over a loudspeaker. (laughs) I'm in a booth, but stay calm down there. Y'all need to settle down. (laughs) Workers tried to corral the... Oh, my gosh. It was crazy. I mean, it was... I can't imagine. I mean, I I seriously can't imagine. Because it started to, like, want to run up in the stands, and it... (laughs) What do you do? What do you do? I mean, it's it's not like a bear attack. It's not like this thing don't even care where it's going. No, it's just completely <laughs> almost random. But it like it decided it didn't want to go up the, okay. so it then Lucky. like went back down and ran you know between the bleachers and the and the ring. But uh, gosh, man, did it take out a rodeo clown or anything? Did it get, I didn't see that? Did I just right. watched okay. it jump out of the the ring like it said and then just oh it's crazy someone finally roped the bull and pulled it back into the arena allowing others to get it back into the holding pen there's always a guy with a rope there's always a cowboy handy you know (laughs) you're at the rodeo thank goodness okay for sure if you don't have a cowboy yeah you'll never get it you can run and run and run forever and uh not catch a bull Here's a uh, Jersey man who posed as Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady to buy and sell three Super Bowl rings engraved with Tom's last name. Sentenced to three years in prison yesterday. He's 25 years old. He'll have to pay 63 grand in restitution to a former Patriots player he built by buying the athlete's Super Bowl, what is that, Super Bowl 51 ring with a mm-hmm. phony check. In 2017, the man later sold the the band for 63 grand to a noted broker of championship NFL rings. The things people do. Man. One of the other rings ended up being sold at an auction for over 337,000. Good grief. You ever see How do you even get them on your finger? They look as big as my whole hand, these right. rings. Right. How could you ever wear one of them? Oh, they do. 
Oh, I know. Oh, they do. They break them out. But it's like I'm thinking about it on my hand. And it's, yeah. of course, you know, I don't have a big paw like, a, you know, a, a lineman. Okay. But it just seems like it'd go above and beyond my knuckle. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. And it'd just be so gaudy and heavy. There you are. You're walking That's right. right. You got to make sure it's it's <laughs> fully displayed at all times. <laughs> so <laughs> if you've got, how many's Brady got? We Super Bowls to see one seven is I don't know, but he's got quite a few. If you put them all on, he's got almost a ring on every finger. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Yeah, and he's back again, folks. Oh, he was gone. Personal reasons. He seven. Take, yeah, he's won seven Super Bowls. He was taking care of stuff. He said stuff, although it didn't say he stuff. Didn't, he, he used a bad word. <laughs> Tom Brady's a cusser. Oh, <laughs> oh, we don't oh. like him, kids. Oh, <laughs> oh, he cusses. We, <laughs> he's a bad man. Oh, <laughs> uh, that reminds me when we used to when we used to have the the world's fastest game show. I can't remember who it was. Someone accidentally it just came out of their mouth. My policy is to act like it never happened, right? Don't draw attention to it. Don't make a big deal. And all of a sudden, you're over there going, oh. <laughs> you can't say that. Oh, I'm telling. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, the good old days, Matthew. Oh. <laughs> bad. He's bad, kids. He's bad. So there He's you go. Some tidbits on a Tuesday, and that'll do it for today, Matt. We'll uh, do it again tomorrow. Again, we won't be here Monday. Let's keep that in mind. Right. So Labor Day, we're not yeah. going to be here. We'll be here. We're right. letting you know in advance. Just letting you know now. No podcast, no nothing. No. Won't be anything. So you'll have to go without. <laughs> okay. Listen to an old show. Go yes. deep. That's right. <laughs> you found a few that's pretty deep, didn't you? From years before you ever started oh, yeah, really yeah. doing it? Yeah. Did you put them in? I can. Oh, so they're not in there. No. There's just no date on them. We have no, no idea. No. They're just randomly recorded. Eh, I could probably date them. I don't know. All right. It's no big deal. Uh, we'll get by. Uh, We've got so many folks that demand it. <laughs> tens of listeners. <laughs> they're, they're out there. You can count them on two hands. Okay, we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll do it again tomorrow. I'll see you then. All right, see you. All right. This has been Tidbits with Dale Lau and Matthew Paul. We appreciate you listening, and we ask that you consider subscribing, leave a comment, leave a like, and thanks for stopping by. We'll talk to you again next time on Tidbits.